Hello and welcome to episode 38 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and a man who isn't here anymore, Mark. Well, he's not dead, he's just left the house. So as a break from tradition, it's just me left here to introduce you to the second part of our chat, uh, which is literally where we left off. So here we go. So going back to Paul Embry. Yes. Paul Embry tweeted... 377 people have died with COVID who have been under the age of 60 with no pre-existing conditions. Okay. He printed that. How many, sorry? 377. Okay. So under Mm 60-year-olds with no pre-existing. And he had a torrent of abuse about being anti-old people and about trivializing things. This is taken from the NHS Mm -hmm. figures. Mm -hmm. It was government figures. And what he said was, I'm just stating it. Mm. I'm not saying it's good or it's bad. Didn't pass judgment on it. He spent this, here's a fact. It's interesting. That's the figure. My interpretation is, I think... Interesting in what way? Because you could go, what, interesting good, interesting bad, interesting there's a conspiracy, interesting... My first bit was, well, if 60,000 people have died with COVID and 377 have been under 60 with no pre-existing conditions, and bearing in mind some of those won't have died of COVID, as we've discussed before, we might be looking at 250, 300 people that have Mm -hmm. under the age of 60. And I didn't come to any conclusion other than saying to myself, that really surprises me. That's a very, very small number Mm -hmm. of people under 60 who have died. Yep. But the torrent of abuse yeah. has carried on for day after day after day. Yeah, sure. And he said it's government figures. Mm. And even MPs have come in. Someone said he should be arrested. An MP <laughs> said he should be arrested. Stating the truth. Yes. <laughs> and we, we're getting a bit Orwellian, aren't we? It's almost like, this is a fact. I'm yeah. going to tell you a fact. And it's like... But back to the, 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 the thing about the... Um, we're talking about the tweets, weren't we? And there was a guy who said there should be a daily presser where they announce how many have died within 28 days of vaccination. The figures would be scary as those vaccinated. Well, it'd be the most vulnerable groups. Yes. The ones being vaccinated yeah, now. Yeah, of course. The, the, the and the ones would who, be are, who are going to be dying naturally or that would have died anyway. Yes. We don't know because we can't run alternate realities to work, yes. you know, put these things side by side. And I think I sent you on Instagram for that MP. There's a video clip which I'll um, put the links up to. There's a Tory MP, Sir Charles Walker, who warns that you can't compare the death of a baby or a teenager with a 90-year-old. That sounds pretty harsh, me just reading that out. Yeah, of course, the yeah. Daily Mail have jumped all over that. Yeah. But if you if you watched it, he was basically saying, you know, uh, you know, if you're getting to 80 or 90, like yeah. all the things that are thrown at you in life, yeah. you've done well to get that far. And to compare that to the death of a 19-year-old and talking about tragedy and what is tragedy. Yes, yes. All deaths are awful. Yeah. You know, and he, I think he puts it quite eloquently. Pe- people love them. People are going to miss them. They want them to last forever, but we can't, We don't. Hmm. So, you know, a, a, a teenager losing their life, he would argue, is a tragedy because they've got their yes. life to, ahead of yeah. them that they're, they're not going to get. Someone's got 80, 90, the best of their life is behind them. That was kind of his point. A brave man to say that. Though. Yeah, of course, and stand up in the House of Commons and say that. Yeah. And what you were just saying kind of made me think of that. What did you just say? But you did. <laughs> I think it was the bit around that. I guess it's stating a fact. I guess that isn't fact. Yes, that's so subjective, yeah, isn't that's it? That's kind of. But um, you could almost make that objective. You could say for someone who's had you know ninety years of life against someone who's had nine. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you have to go. You could go well. All lives matter in that respect. But he says that you know all deaths aren't equal. Yeah, he wasn't saying they don't matter the same. Yeah, and there's still they sadness do. and remorse. It was almost and... kind of saying that the you know the perception of that, and again a bit real. Just it's it's reality. Older people are more likely to die. That's kind of how it works. I guess part of the food thing is just you got to, almost got to do what's 
what's right for you based on your moral code and your what your body likes what it doesn't like yeah. and yeah it's so easy to get you shouldn't you know shouldn't shouldn't yeah i think there's oh, no so it's, it's, there's it's no right or wrong subject. so so oh. i i've just realized i don't eat fruit anymore i've just not not even consciously and people have gone you've got to eat fruit it's good for you mm. and i don't eat fruit i don't quite know i do like fruit yeah but i'll have the odd raspberry or strawberry steady that, now that's <laughs> it i wouldn't i don't have apples i don't have oranges i have fruit juice every now and again don't have grapes i don't don't eat bananas no i don't eat fruit no and people are going well, i see you kind of chugging those uh, yeah. those little brownies yeah <laughs> yeah i've gone all natural they definitely with... haven't gone fruit in them no <laughs> I, I just think but people have said oh no you should re you should have fruit it's good for you and, mm. and so then i've gone oh why you know why is it good for you and they went well because it's got you know vitamins and minerals and i went yeah as the test will show i'm i'm overflowing with I vitamins haven't, i haven't and minerals. had that yet no, no i haven't had it, had it no so again it's not a right or wrong and i'm not saying you shouldn't eat fruit no 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 fruit's lovely and people yeah. should eat fruit if they enjoy fruit but it's interesting that i've just fallen into the situation of, of not eating it mm. and people will question and then i'll go why and they'll go well it's because it's it's good for you fruits it's like the breakfast you know should eat breakfast and the fitness chef and i think james smith covers all that thing it's yeah. like who speeds up your metabolism it's like no none of that <laughs> none of that is it's just the meal yeah yeah that's it right but we're all told that aren't we it's most yeah. important meal of the day yeah well that's well we're well, back, Kellogg's, Kellogg's, aren't we? yeah. <laughs> we're back yeah. to him Back to a masturbation denier, something yeah. all of a sudden. I was kind of have, you know, I guess it's 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 a new year. Mm -hmm. I was being a little bit reflective of our pod. Yeah, this is this is me looking at me going. No, we're not allowed to <laughs> not allowed to read read off a piece of paper, Damon. No, That's not how this not pod's to have going. Your own ideas, <laughs> preconceived. Um, Go on. And I just made a list of the uh, things I've kind of enjoyed. Okay, it's a really nice short one, list. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think some of the shit we've just been talking about is going to be cropped. So, yeah, I'd love to hear your list. Uh, the things I want to hear about is the chef that got arrested. Because you mentioned that when you started your chef job, one yeah. of them lost a leg and the other one got arrested. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that, is that worth telling at some point? It doesn't no, have to be now. Oh, he just got arrested. But what did he get arrested? It's not a story. You can tell me what he got arrested for. Was it on the day you started? No. No, I'd been employed to um, work behind the bar. Right. But there's other little stories. Hold from... on. You were a chef a minute ago and you started behind the bar. I started oh. behind the bar, and then the day of the the leg uh, the oh, leg the and leg. the arrest incident, I oh, became it was both a at chef. The same time, same the day. Was it, were they related? Same morning. No, did one lock the other one's leg off <laughs> and got arrested? For, yeah. Okay, so both of them didn't, didn't show up. Yeah, because there were there were no shows, and then so that I was drafted in, okay, promoted. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What did he do? Do you know? No, I don't. Hmm. Pamphlet firing. He got fired for handing out pamphlets. That's a good story. How long is it? I could do it in three minutes. Reckon? Yep. Okay, go for it. If you want to. Okay. I'd, I'd, I, don't think I, could, I don't think I could last in, into next year. Yeah, <laughs> can't start another year. Okay. Oh, so, no, we are in next year. I'm, I keep forgetting. Yeah. So worked as a bookie. I worked in a bookmakers in what then was a fairly rough part of Bristol and is now sort of up and coming, so Eastern. Mm. And part of my role was to go into shops where there'd been a little bit of strife and the manager from the day before had had his car firebombed because he hadn't paid someone out on um, a bet. Oh. They'd Molotov cocktailed his car <laughs> while he was there in the right. bank shop, heard this explosion. Basically, someone had tried to put a bet on mm. and he went, it's too late. Because what a lot of people do is wait for the race to start, see who's looking good and then try and put it on. Oh, right, yeah. Naughty. And we have um, a photo scanner, so your better photograph is taken of your bet and timed to the second. Right, okay. Otherwise, you could wait there and wait there and then put it through. Yeah, okay, right. And so... 
the, the manager went, no, you're too late. And he would have won a thousand quid or something. Right, so he blew okay. this guy's car up. So I got a phone call <laughs> saying, we've got a job for you. You'll enjoy it. You're like the equalizer yeah. of, the, of the bookie world. <laughs> so I went in. Did you, and, drive um, a, did you drive a Jaguar? No, I used to have a white charger. <laughs> Do what, do, what's horse. a charger? It's a horse. You <laughs> went like a Dodge charger or something. <laughs> you had a horse. Fair enough. That's cool. Of course you did. Yeah. And um, parked the horse. So you the pitched horse. up in, yeah, in next, what, a part of Eastern on your white charger. Yeah, right next to the burnt out Ford Fiesta. Right. Went in, worked there for a while. And one of the things that Ladbrokes did well, is... left the horse outside, did you? Yeah, safe. Okay. They, they set fire to it and we had a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> they were all vegans, it was safe. So <laughs> one of the things that Ladbrokes did was that I went to a union meeting and they rang me up and said, just to let you know, we don't allow unions in Ladbrokes. And you went to a union meeting, so I'd been oh. spotted and grassed up. Oh. And they said, like, we know you've gone, but you're not allowed to join one. So just like, giving you a heads up on that. Okay. And that got my back up a little bit. So what happened was that Ladbrokes, as a, as a large multinational company, were quite um, quite strict on their staff. So mm-hmm. like, you can't join a union, you can't really moan. And what they started doing is that you used to get things coming through on an intercom that would go, these are the bets that we want you to promote, these are going to be the featured races, mm-hmm. and we'll tell you what to write up on the boards, because okay. everything was written up either in yeah. chalk when I first got there, um, or a quill, <laughs> and, chisel um, and mallet. <laughs> we did wood carvings every time the price changed. <laughs> Shit, six to four. <laughs> I, I hated thirteen to eight with all those curves. So, so yeah. So you get this thing and go. So these are the featured races. These are the bets you wanted to promote. We used to promote a bet called the Union Jack, and it was a great. The betting slip was a great big betting slip mm. with the Union Jack on it, and you had to pick nine horses. And my shop loved the Union Jack because it was colourful. Mm. You pick nine horses, and it was Sounds like exciting. But it was like the old tic tac toe. So it was like line here, diagonal, up and down. But basically. If horse number five lost, <laughs> you were fucked. Right. So you might you would oh, the way the way it yeah because worked. five was integral because it was like diagonal lines. So if you imagine a flag, oh right, it was like oh, okay. one five so that's nine. That's why it was done. I mean, it's obviously done in five, a way to yeah. you know. So unless you realise that five, oh, so five just unravels the whole yeah. the whole lot. So it's like when you do noughts and crosses. Yeah. If you don't put it in the middle, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no one was told this, and it basically it was like if you get. Three lines, you get double your winnings, four lines. But unless the, the middle horse won, right. there was no way you could get That's it. Cover, so right? what you should have done is just put all your money on that middle horse just as a single bet. Oh, yeah, okay. Instead of picking nine horses and spending your and whole You could more. have done that. Yeah, oh, yeah. you could you just, just bet one on one nine. horse. Okay, yeah. right. <laughs> so basically what happened is that I was working, I think, 10 till 6 was my contract. And then Ladbrook said, a note to staff, the early morning things are going to come out at half nine. The messages, so, so you know, just make sure. And I'm going. Mm, I don't start till ten. Hmm. Anyway, get up at half nine. We'll get, get up at nine twenty-five. <laughs> get the horse out of the stable. Yeah. Um, open up at nine thirty, and then they brought it to nine o'clock. But there was no extra pay, and I mm. thought this is taking the piss now. Mm. So you basically are there longer, yeah. and then the opening hours just started changing a little bit. So we were being, yeah. you know, mugged off, mugged off. And then the second thing they did was introduce staff uniforms. And basically you could wear whatever you want in the betting shop. There was no sort of dress code. And these uniforms were basically, the nylon was so static, you were getting constant (laughs) electric shocks. So it was like a nylon. you walk across the shop. Yeah, it was like sparks (laughs) flying. Um, And they weren't good. They weren't. They didn't look good. They didn't look good. So anyway, this and a couple of other things, I then 
decided to write a Ladbrokes poem staff newsletter. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so I wrote the newsletter, and it was things like um, the Ladbrokes Best Dressed Cashier Award is not being won for the fourth month running because you all look like shit and there'll be like a picture of someone in their yeah. uniform and things like uh, all, all staff are going to be issued with Landbrook branded sleeping bags so that you can sh- stay in the shop overnight because yeah. we're going to put the messages in from four in the morning so it was just satirical so I did this sent it off my bad mistake where did you send it? Where head office? no to every <laughs> betting shop in Bristol but my mistake was I did a handwritten envelope. That's probably my first error. I was going to say, you didn't put your name on it like you graffiti. Yeah, yeah I graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, long yeah. story short, got a phone call a couple of days later. Can you pop into head office? Popped into head office. No you, word of a lie. You must have known what it was about. I didn't think I was going to get Employer of the Year award, but I wasn't <laughs> sure it was about that because I didn't sure. think... Yeah. I didn't think there was any way it could be traced. Anyway, long story short, get upstairs, two blokes basically lock me in a room and two ex-coppers basically interrogate me. Right. No food, no water. I was there about six hours. What? Who's funding this? Who made you do it? What union do you belong to? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Blimey. Really heavy stuff. Yeah. And then basically, keep the story short, someone <laughs> who I knew who worked in there went, basically, you're going to get stitched up. Oh, they're trying to put it on the unions, were they? Well, your gunners get stitched up for doing it and not giving them a name. So basically, I'd right. probably get out of your job. So I resigned really oh, soon okay, after right. this because it was they're sort using of... using you to kind of... Well, if you don't tell us, you're going to suddenly find that you're being sacked for stealing 500 quid from the safe. Oh, okay, okay right. But it's yeah. been a union thing angle as well. Cause they, it was they a union want, angle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it was just... It was just I mean, I made a mistake of obviously doing it, but it was like quite—it was quite scary that an organisation mm. were. So I call, call that a magazine. You published a satirical magazine. It's like basically private eye. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. That. Yeah. Some of the things I've enjoyed: mm-hmm. sarcopenia. I mean, we started with yeah. that, which we've always said we're going to. I mean, there's been loads, as I started to write these down. Oh, we just haven't need come to back do that to again. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we do need to come back to them. Understanding and listening to your body, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I put out a survey. Probably a good time to mention the survey I yeah, put I saw on Instagram. That. Apart from me, you had Thanks. a response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I did have a response okay. from um, from our Russian spy. Okay. Um, guess what she... So when, More uh, Mark. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. No, that was your answer. Yeah. <laughs> which I was waiting for. That's lovely. Yeah. Um, our Russian spy responded with, can we have more Brian? I mean... Mm. you know what i mean yeah to be expected i would say yeah. right yeah i've texted brian today and okay. so you're up for some you know something soon he's done more since us hasn't he he's been has he been on the circuit he, yeah he's he? a facebook live for some cycling thingy what? like mm. bigger than us okay ideas above his station the lad isn't he, he? Is. we gave him his break yeah <laughs> his lucky break um, no word of thanks no but no but he said he's up for doing something so he hasn't forgotten us yet i've enjoyed vitamin d mm been rammed down my throat quite yeah. literally <laughs> um imposter syndrome yeah uh, introverts and empaths which was a recent one mm-hmm. and attitudes towards money which was was an answer to one of these survey questions today yeah we've kind of talked about skirting around some subjects you know a lot of stuff kind of comes back to me- mental health mm-hmm. we've done a little bit of skirting because we're, we're quite careful on yes. what we're talking yes. about and where we get our information from and how we how we position it and frame it etc but that was one of the things that was requested more often I think if i was to do a very quick list if that's yours i think mm. number one and this is purely for me rather than necessarily what i've enjoyed per se is that that, that, that i find it a cathartic experience mm. and i do find this a form of escapism mm-hmm. 
And like when I came in today, I wasn't actually a bundle of fun and laughs. But I do find that this is, gives me the ability to, a little bit like mindfulness, into, to, to put thoughts on boats and let them pass through and just concentrate yeah. on yeah, know, this. So I, th- I do find it cathartic. I do th- find it helps my mental health. And I also mm-hmm. think the other thing it helps my mental health is just the tiny snippets of someone going, when you and Damien said this, or... Mm. That made me think, or I think it was when somebody went, I went down that cul-de-sac in Sutton Goldfield. Yeah. And I realised... You weren't the only one. Yes. And I realised it wasn't, (laughs) you know, a drug-induced haze. I cannot believe a listener went, yeah, I've been down there as well. (laughs) I'm not sure whether we mentioned that or not. I don't think we mentioned it. We won't say who she is. No. She knows. Yeah. That was (laughs) brilliant though. Did you feel a bit better that, yeah, you didn't, you didn't yeah, imagine it? Didn't, didn't, you don't have a dodgy curry and hallucinate yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, it wasn't turmeric <laughs> induced. Um, or turmeric. Turmeric, yeah. Oh, yeah. Turmeric. I like that. Well, it's also it pra- sounds... paprika or paprika, isn't it? It's... Not though, is it? Are those palindromes? Um, no, palindrome is the one that reads the same backwards as it is forwards. Palindromic, isn't it? Okay. You're just saying it wrong. <laughs> um, turmeric, though, I like. Yeah. It sounds okay. musical. That's on a personal level. I think things that we've talked about that have made me think twice, I think, are sometimes when we started a subject and I haven't really known what I think until yeah. I've engaged my mouth. Well, you're sitting here going, I probably never even run this one out in my mind before. Yeah. I have lots of those. You'll see, even, I think the one I was quiet on a couple of episodes ago, I was sitting there. I mean, all the, the effect, the effect yeah, you of did altruism. Yeah, you listening, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, but, well, yeah. You had nothing <laughs> to say. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I was just sitting there going, there's all sorts of things going off. That's probably one thing we haven't talked about. There's all sorts of things going off in my head. Mm-hmm. And because we, we have a bit of an idea what we're going to talk about, we don't know how until we get into it. No. It's like the death one. I was very happy with what we covered, but there was no yeah. sense. It just sort of flowed, but it wasn't how mm. I thought. And this was a question I'd like to put to you. Mm. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm quite verbose. I accept I'm verbose. But I don't know what's going to come out of my... How, how does the brain work like that? How do you construct sentences? I don't know what... So I'm speaking now, but I don't know what I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Or subsequently. Or what words I'm going to use. Or Incredible, how I'm isn't going it? to... But it's yeah. like this, they're all being stitched together and then just kind of... But your you brain I mean? must work Without so you quickly. Yeah. Because I don't know. I was just going to say your brain must work well, It's so a bit quickly. like dreams. You know, if dreams are kind of putting all that... You know, they're putting worlds together and structures and people's faces... Yes. And yes. intricacies in such detail. and emotions as well. Yeah, and you think the emotion you, of a dream. You think, you know, you think um, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's um, yeah, it probably is slightly ahead of what we kind of think of the needle on the timeline. Mm. It's probably a couple of seconds or or nanoseconds ahead. Yeah. But we're kind of getting into the kind of the micro, you know, the tiny. It's almost like the time delay on radio that we're almost, yeah. our brain's already ahead of. It, it's probably five minutes in for the brain, isn't it? Yeah. A fraction of a second is ages for the brain. It's going on forming all these words and it's drawing them all on the walls of our heads. But I was thinking that the, <laughs> the then, interaction, like I was looking just now and you just did a slight creasing of between your eyes, like a slight quizzical. And I'm straight away, yeah, like shut the fuck up. Like I'm you said three minutes. Yeah. But, and then, then, then I'm changing how yes. I'm speaking yeah, and yeah, I'm adapting what, yeah. to my audience. That's got, yeah, there's, there's thrown a lot of things out, but we're talking about video conferencing and, and the verb now, which is to Zoom. Yeah. And that's the thing I think, we, you know, you don't quite get on video. When you're no. sat with someone, you can literally, you can see every little tiny movement in their eyes and, yes. their, and the, the crinkles in their face. Yeah. And that tells us so much stuff, doesn't it? And we, we, we change our whole physiology. Yes. 
and to adapt our brain to those yeah, stimulus. To, to, yeah, stimulus. And, that, yeah. and I think we take that for granted. Usually take that for granted. Yeah. But yeah, it's working overtime, isn't it? Catching up. So on the altruism, I was sitting there going, all the things you were telling me are challenging me. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling being challenged. I'm, yeah. I'm there listening to you also yeah. going, why am I feeling so challenged? <laughs> why, why do I feel like a, you know, I don't have a charitable bone in my body. Yeah. You know, why don't I feel... I find it hard to say thank you. Yeah. I, sweet. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, I did, genuinely. But yeah. it, it, I don't know, it's just because I was sat here with you and I'm not sat here with anybody else. But yeah. also your brain is going, you might want to speak at some point. You might want to kind of contribute because you're being recorded here. And all, there's loads of things going on, isn't there? Yeah. Whilst or you, whilst I'm speaking whole, too much. Yeah, about things I, I don't know a, about. I get that a lot, yeah. <laughs> when we finish doing these things, that's probably why we feel so knackered out. I do. I just, I'm just like kind of, it's like, a, you know, it's having a busy meeting at work or something, a kind of intensive one. This yeah. is a, this is very different to having a, having a business meeting. Yeah. Because you put, you know, you you don't realise how much you're putting into it. Because we had this discussion, and I'll probably draw this to a close like quite quickly, but it was the bit when I was saying about us putting an, art, an act and it was just that, that was the way he yeah. used language because I think mm. you took that as almost like, a you know, putting on a, the mask of the Harlequin at the, <laughs> the, king's, yeah, the yeah. king's court. Yeah. And I didn't mean it like that, but I, I, I meant you're no, putting on a performance. That's a really good example of that because I knew you weren't saying that. Mm. But then I also wanted to get across how I feel because there is an element yes. of, again, your brain's doing all that, how I, you know, I'm trying, my brain's trying to slow it, slow my I'm doing it right now and then I actually <laughs> speak because I realized my, you know, my mouth goes before my brain does and I'm trying mm -hmm. to slow things down and I'm trying to get my thoughts across and they're things I hadn't thought of before and mm. language you say kind of acting or performance or they're very different words. They mean similar things. Yeah. There's nuance in them. Yeah. And your brain's yeah. just trying to process. Actually, it's the first time I've, I've even thought about that. It's the first time I might've thought about it, but, some, but someone else saying it to you puts a different edge on it. Yeah, because normally you're left with your own thoughts about these things. You don't, you know, you don't just sit down around with people going, "I think I, I put on performance when I'm up on the yeah. podcast." I mean, you, you don't have those conversations. Yeah. So I think the other thing, and this is just, this is, I am, I find saying thank you easier than you maybe from what you said last time mm. is that without being creepy and sycophantic, mm. sometimes you're editing on this. I will say things, and you will take out a whole batch of stuff, and I'll go. That was such the right decision. It's almost. Oh, I wonder where you're going with that. No, no, there'd be things that <laughs> I said I, something really lovely and you took it out. It <laughs> no, made it sound like a complete prick. <laughs> no, I'll say something and I'll go. There was the story about the roof the other day. Mm. It wasn't really a story. Mm. The story was I jumped off a roof and a nail went through my foot. Yeah, that would have done. That would have done. <laughs> it was about eight minutes. <laughs> and it wasn't a good story. So there's those <laughs> examples where your editing is because we ramble. Yeah. But there's sometimes things that I've said that I don't feel comfortable about. And when I listen to the edit, I want to go back to you and go, can you just change this? And you've mm. already done it. Mm. And I think that's such a mastery of understanding the dynamic of how this works and the balance of how this works. Mm. And so, yeah, I think, I think you're It's also knowing what, what, you know, where you're, you know, I get to know more where your boundaries are. And I think instinctively I probably have that anyway, but the mm. more we do it. I just think you're really proficient of, at it, so... I haven't got Try and take the fucking compliment. <laughs> Just sit there. Gotta do it. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. If you're fishing for it, you're not gonna get one back, you know. No. No. But you did it last night. You, 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 you said I was looking big, that's all. That's you got what, a lovely what? hat. <laughs> yeah, it's new. <laughs> Noticed. I wasn't sure. I haven't seen it before. I wasn't sure. I was actually gonna ask how many hats you've got. Not as many as watches as you've got. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon you've probably got about ten hats. Mm, probably less actually. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. I'd like more. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne.
<laughs> well, it was a long time to your birthday and next Christmas. Yeah. The last thing was um, the things I kind of want to explore. Got you. So more Brian. I yes, think we always definitely. want to do more Brian anyway. And, you know, without our Russian spy. Mm, I think she's, spy I don't think she's alone. <laughs> spy who loved Brian. Maybe that's not a very good Bond uh, title, no. is it? We're just trying to think of in putting Brian into... Yeah. Brian food. We've got brain food. We have Brian, Brian food. Brian pussy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've gone off. Some things are easy to edit, edit out. Yeah. <laughs> Brian is forever. <laughs> Brian is forever. It's good. Common Sense Committee. Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. I went back through all my notes of all the pods and things that we haven't just haven't had time or oh, yeah. we've stood in the garage and you've gone, oh, I like your, you haven't gone into too much detail on that, but that could be good to roll out. I think it could be, yeah. Um, that might be quite good to have scenarios mm. and what would the Common Sense Committee do in terms to explain <laughs> my my view of the Common yeah, Sense Committee. Yeah, that would be good. We could take any topical thing, couldn't you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Finding your centre. I was talking to my friend about that and she's done a lot of work on that mm -hmm. and she's dying to be part of this podcast in some way. So okay. it might be kind of a quick, you know, chat with her. But also I think you've mentioned it recently or something along. It might not have been called about finding your centre. I'm looking a little bit quizzical. Yeah, I know. Maybe I'm it's around anchoring and basing and in terms of the mindfulness. Yeah, I think it is. sort of connection I think it's probably yourself. just different language. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think so. Or finding that place where you feel comfortable. Well, I think another guest would be good. I think. Yeah, no, she's she's been kind of, she's been listening to what we've kind of been doing and I, you know, our cake and coffee conversations are around that and I was, I, and she used the, the phrase finding a centre and it's taken her a while to find it. Yeah. I think this goes for everybody. I don't think it's possible to constantly live there. No. And have that no. centre all the time, which yeah. I guess your centre could be a comfort or space, whether it's physical or um, yeah, um, somewhere safe, probably. Yeah, that you feel where you can kind of take on the world, and you feel strong, and you feel true and honest, and you know where everything. I guess where everything just aligns and everything starts yeah. to work. Yeah, and I think if you've found it, and you know what it is, know what it looks like, and also probably more, more importantly, know what it feels like. Then you can try and work work on ways of trying to find a path back to that. Yeah, yeah. Even if you know what the path is, it doesn't mean you can always get there. Mm. But it's it's a it's a long you're a long way down the track if you can kind of you can know some of the tools and techniques to use. Community, we've really, there's loads of things that we've kind of um, flirted with. Yeah. Maybe selfishness and kind of, you know, how selfishness is kind of frowned upon, looking after number one. Mm -hmm. But the whole kind of mental health tack is pretty much about looking after number one and being selfish. Yeah. It's not selfish in the, in the, in the, in the way that, you're not thinking about someone else or you're being nasty or someone's... Yeah, someone's the self-care and the self-compassion, definitely. But the word yeah. self, you know, selfishness is is a dirty word. We've probably yeah. all been brought up on the fact that you shouldn't be selfish. Yeah, but so I think it's the self-care. The self-care yeah, is so I think it, we're back into language again. Yeah. But just going yeah, back I'm to not the, saying you have to be selfish. Like no, someone no I know what you mean. You can't take what, care of other people till you've taken care of yourself, definitely. Yes, which We've can easily that. be labelled as being selfish. Yes. It, yeah. yeah, so it's it's the kind of language around that, but lo looking after number one, and if you don't find your centre and you don't find to work yourself out, then you're going to be no good for anyone. So. The, the compliments one, just heading back on that, it was, like I said to you when I came in today, with I I've hardly ever would do a training session that someone's paid for and join in. Yeah. I don't think I, we had one, but that wasn't... Well, it was a sort of paid for, wasn't it? We we talked through your session, so I said, come round yeah, yeah, and we'll yeah. train together. You felt bad because we'd had a chat. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> the I... first and last time we ever trained together. Yeah. It's fine. No, it's fine. you're welcome back. No, it's fine. Now you can do a 100k deadlift. You're welcome back <laughs> in the turn-up club. Um, 
So yeah, Wayne came in today, as I explained to you, I trained with him for part of his session today, which was both, he found it very useful and I, mm -hmm. I enjoyed it because it gave me a feeling of what he was doing. So I had a real yeah. sort of, you know, real time experience of what he was lifting, what I was lifting. And on my very first lift, he went, your form is just so exceptional. He said, if you were in a gym and someone was watching you, everything you did was perfect. Now, I was lifting a really small weight. I knew he was watching <laughs> and yeah. I wanted to do it yeah, right. Yeah. And I am very strict on form. But I was glowing from that. Mm. And he's a nice guy and he'll say complimentary things. But the way that he'd framed the compliment was almost a recognition mm -hmm. that I was doing that one activity mm. correctly. And that's, I'm still you know, glowing from that. And I think the compliments thing is maybe a little bit like the hydration. Maybe we need to remind ourselves or other people through yeah. our actions. Yeah. Because what happened was a little bit later, I complimented him, not like, you'd be nice to me, I'd be nice to you. But yeah, you are doing something. If yeah. I feel this good, mm -hmm. I want you to feel this good. Yeah. So I, I didn't just do it, you know. So well done, Wayne, you almost lifted as much as me. Yeah. He <laughs> just quite, He just beat me today. <laughs> he just beat me. It's not a competition. No, it's not. No, it is with you two, if you imagine. Yeah. So, yeah, I think yeah. That, that there was, when I got that glow from his words, my first thought is like, try and then spread yeah. that. And I think... But not everyone is good like me. I'm not good at taking them. No. You're great, you know, because you like, you want them. Yeah. You know, you want that affirmation. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm kind of not built like that, but... No. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying it doesn't feel good when someone does. Yeah. I just find it a little bit... Yeah, whereas I you know would I mean? actively if so, if encourage someone sent, them. If someone sent me a letter and said, I thought you were brilliant at that, I, I don't, I don't yeah. want, you know, I'd be much more happy with that. Yeah. Or leave me a voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't want the, I don't want the immediate, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I feel incredibly awkward in, in that real-time moment. Yeah. yeah whereas, looking, you're right, looking, my, my need for affirmation is quite yeah. almost proactive that I will almost yeah. have the situation contrived to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to get one. Oh, I think um, the kind of giving time, it's like my last one kind of giving time the altruism stuff time and attention we've kind of talked about and giving that it doesn't have to be money it doesn't have to be fine you know financial assistance for any any good thing and and like i said to you, you this week and a mutual friend it's about when i met you and what brought us all together was the fact that you've you've all put lots of time and attention into kids football mm. setting up the football clubs which you're still chairman of is that correct president Pre no. Pre which oh, means president. i do which means i do less <laughs> right yeah but you wear a crown and yeah. medals and things um and ermine uh, ermine as we just yeah stoat yeah. wasn't stoat, it <laughs> yeah especially stoat when it has its winter white coat on oh that's a that, white fur yeah it? so that's the ermine that would be used more than its summer coat okay you don't actually have one just for the record do you don't no. have a cape don't have fur you have a yeah, cape not all heroes wear ermine I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i was always kind of wowed by that the fact that you've you know you've all done it for your kids and even though your kids have all kind of grown up and gone on to other things you're still involved in it and, yeah which i think is amazing and i think um from my experience with with football i think i might mention this to you before but you know i was lucky enough to always have my parents at as many football you know with yeah. three boys yeah. all playing football when we're in the same park and when there's you know three games they could mm, probably much mm. spread their time between all three of us but i don't ever really remember a time when they weren't at the football yeah and all i remember is them i don't remember any other kids parents watching yeah. support it's yeah. one of those things everyone yeah. you know they all drop them off and they bugger off don't yeah. they and they don't yeah, become and I, child I don't know whether, whether that's the same anymore or better but for you to kind of not only just kind of support your own children you know your own kids and other people's kids and turn up in the cold get the balls out put the nets up put the yeah. flags up get all the yeah. bib you know and then your kids all grow up 
and go to university and just you know and you but you're still involved i think that's amazing mm. and none of you kind of moan about it yeah and that's what i'm sitting there you're saying all these things i think everyone going, wants I to be haven't. a football manager though don't they <laughs> yeah but it's not just that though is no, it it's, it's all no. the it's the graft and the meetings yeah. Yeah. and the you know, you say, it's, putting it's a up thankless a, fucking task yeah, isn't it yeah no, you know you, maybe you do get parents ringing you up and go thank you for doing a good job but you I'm also get parents going how much you're getting paid for this stuff really like that. yeah yeah we've had one or two parents where we've said can you just help us put the nets up and no, people well, have come how back much and you pay well no no you're getting paid you do it i'm here to you're watch like, my no, kid i've been paid in 15 years of yeah. doing this <laughs> yeah well it's it costs new. doesn't it, it costs yeah. in terms of time and you know, if the subs you aren't there you end up putting a tenner in it to yeah you know all you guys kind of do it almost effortlessly without thinking about it. it's kind of in your nature it's in your blood mm. and all, all of you are kind of similar and i'm sitting there kind of the one who doesn't do those things going i don't do shit for anybody <laughs> but i think football, I football's like a it. strange magnet with blokes they'll do things that they wouldn't do maybe maybe it's like that and running the the bottle raffle at school fates isn't it that's as far as they go <laughs> yeah that's it for this episode well done for getting this far and thanks for listening all references will be in our show notes as usual please make sure you subscribe to us and give us a five-star rating a review on apple Podcasts. that would be lovely and uh, you can give us a follow on instagram and twitter at i'm finecast and you can send us an email to i'm finecast at gmail.com uh, in the next episode we're going to be talking about a lot of things we just mentioned, actually, which is uh, the Common Sense Committee. Yeah. So I see your eyes light up when I mentioned it. It's like, oh, we haven't talked about that. I just suddenly realised for like 30 whatever episodes, <laughs> we've forgotten. <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So we'll see you in, so we'll, we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah, we're already in next year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm all so confused. Yeah. All right, see you soon. Yeah, see you. Bye.